This is the Call Palace Motorsports Podcast with yours truly, Toby LaGrange. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to episode number 10 of the Kyle Palace Motorsports Podcast with yours truly, Toby LaGrange. In this episode, we will take a look at the recently released 2022 Fonda Speedway schedule of events, take a verbal trip down to the Afton Motorsports Park, where track promoter Ronnie Ford has released the weekly division lineup and has put an interesting rule in place. And we wind things up by discussing some fool who is trying to make a quick buck off the late great pilot of the Orange 12A. But first, I sum up the year 2021. So sit back and tighten those belts. Episode number 10 of the Cow Palace is next. I don't know about you, but I'm happy to see the calendar turn to 2022. Hopefully the clowns that hold down political office will ease up on their ridiculous mandates their nonstop fear-mongering, and their power grabs, and let us live again. The key word there, of course, being hopefully. Looking back on the year 2021, I have mixed emotions. On a personal front, it was an amazing year. My wife and I welcomed our second child into the world on August 9th. Caleb Benjamin LaGrange entered our world that Friday evening, and myself, my wife, and Caleb's big brother, five-year-old Sammy, could not be any happier, nor could we be in any more love without a little man. He may only be five months old, but Caleb certainly has shown that he has the pipes to be an announcer, and his brother would make a fine second chair. On the motorsports side of my world, well, things, to be honest, were a little bit different. Due to my wife's pregnancy and the arrival of Caleb, I was forced to cut back on my announcing and give up, give up some positions. I want to thank Jake Tennant and family for not only having me at Royal Mountain the previous two seasons, but for working with me early last season when circumstances forced me to either head home or sit out a night. Unfortunately, I was forced to resign my position as the Monster Energy Supercross announcer due to family commitments. A big thank you to Brady Hauser for stepping in and taking over for me at the Royal Mountain. Good luck to Brady this year and beyond. If you have not followed him on his YouTube page, make sure you do so. He does some great work interviewing drivers and personalities. I was also forced to step away from the Malk Valley Pro Pulling League. Again, family commitments have forced my hand. I will miss both places very much. However, family definitely comes first. You may be asking, what happened to Saturdays at the Crow Creek Race Park? Well, let's just say our great sport has many, many great promoters all across it, including here in the Capital District. But it also has its share that have absolutely no business wearing the title of promoter. And again, here in the Capital District as well. My season ended with two great events, the annual Fonda Fair and the 49th Super Dirt Week. I love the privilege of announcing the motorsports events at the Fonda Fair. It is the fair that I grew up going to year after year, and the fair I love taking my family to. It produces some of the best fair-based motorsports action around as well. I am looking forward to the 22 version this Labor Day weekend, not only as a father, but as the announcer. It will be my fourth year as the Fonda Fair announcer, and I truly love every second of it. When October rolled around, I attended my 28th Super Dirt Week and 7th as an on-camera person for Race Pro Weekly. It was a fun week, even with the uncontrollable track conditions. But I'm looking forward to the 50th Super Dirt Week big time this October. It's going to be a blast. The year ended with my normal trips to the Lebanon Valley Speedway for their annual swap meet and to the Northeast Racing Products Auction and Trade Show in November. Two events that I certainly plan on returning to this fall. That pretty much sums up my 2021. Some good, 
Some not so good, some incredible, and some lessons I learned the hard way. The Track of Champions, the fondest B-Way, recently released their anxiously awaited 2022 schedule of events. This will be the fourth season under Brett Dale and his promotional team. 22 events will take to this um, half mile this year, not including, of course, the 2022 fondest B-Way car show from March 25th through the 27th at the Rotterdam Square Mall, currently called the Viaport Rotterdam Mall, of course. First event of the season will be an open practice session on Saturday, April 9th, with a Sunday, April 10th rain date. Gates open at noon. Hot laps from 3 to 6. The season opener, the Palmer Service Night season opener for all divisions, and points will begin on this night as well. Gates at 3, racing at 6.30. And a big thank you to Alan and Carol Palmer, certainly certified Hall of Famers in their own right, for continuing their support at the Track of Champions. April 23rd, Saturday night, April 23rd at 6.30 p.m., probably arguably one of the biggest shows in the Capital District, if not the region. It'll be the Andy Speed Shop Presents Jumpin' Jack Johnson Memorial Montgomery County Open. $12,000 to win for the Modifieds with sale panels. 40 laps will be the distance. All divisions will be in action, plus the Malk Valley Dirt or Vintage Dirt Modified Racing Series. Now, I've heard some people on um, social media, read some people on social media, uh, not too happy that the race is on a Saturday night in April. Well, it coincides with the legend's passing, of course, and this, you know, having it on a Saturday night in April allows for the regulars to take home some cash. You'll still get some outsiders, I'm guessing probably 30 to 35 cars, but that's enough as it's about honoring the great Jumpin' Jack Johnson, um, not about how many cars you can get. You know, the bigger the car counts, not always the better. Sometimes quality outranks um, the higher number of entries. Saturday, April 30th, <clears throat> excuse me, the Pro Stocks will go for $1,000 to win. All divisions will be in action. Saturday, May the 7th, it'll be dollar night, $1 grandstand admission with all divisions in action. Saturday, May the 14th, the first of two appearances by the Lucas Oil Empire Super Sprints. The 360 Winged Warriors make their return to the track of champions, along with all weekly divisions. Saturday, May the 21st, all divisions will be in action, plus the Malk Valley Vintage Dirt Modified Racing Series. Saturday, May the 28th, is the first Thunder on the Thruway event at the track of champions for the season. $4,000 to win for the Modifieds. Crate Sportsman will be $1,500 to win. Pro Stocks, $1,000 to win with all the remaining divisions that run weekly in action. Saturday, June the 4th, all divisions on the card, plus the CRSA Sprints. Saturday, June the 11th, Bill Lake Modular Homes presents Fan Appreciation Night, $5 grandstand admission. There'll be a pre-race meet and greet with the drivers as well, and it'll be Niska Night with the Malk Valley Vintage Dirt Modified Racing Series on hand. Saturday, June the 18th, Third Track Digest TV Night, Bill Lake Nostopolis one-on-one match races for all divisions as the honor of the late great um, owner of the Winter Circle Restaurant. Saturday, June the 25th, the Patriots Sprint Tour makes their only appearance, appearance of the season with their brand of 360 Winged Warriors. All divisions will be in action as well. Saturday, July the 2nd, kicks off a big Independence Weekend at the Track of Champions. Hall of Fame night will be on Saturday, July the 2nd, plus another event on the Thunder on the Thruway Series. Modifieds, $4,000 to win. Sportsman, 1500 Pro Stocks, 1000 All divisions, plus the Malk Valley Vintage Dirt Modified Racing Series. Sunday, July the 3rd, the Firecracker 50 is the Bob Hilbert Sportswear. Short track super series fueled by Sunoco Modifieds. 50 laps, 10 Gs to win, $500 to start, plus the SDSS Crate Sportsman Series. 30 laps, 2,000 to win, 25 show points for both divisions, plus a huge firework display. Saturday, July the 9th, Fan Appreciation Night, $5 grandstand admission. 
It's the Crate 602 Sportsman Challenge races, Challenge races will also be on the card. Saturday, July the 16th, 1ZTs and AIM Autism present Autism Awareness Night. Thunder Under Thruway Series for the Modifieds will be in the house, $4,000 to win, plus a Crate Sportsman, 1500 to win, Pro Stocks, 1000 to win, and a pre-race chicken barbecue and silent auction. Saturday, July the 23rd, another fan favorite, the modified Twin 20s, $1,500 to win each, all divisions in action with no increase in spectator admission. Saturday, July the 30th, Parks Companies present all divisions plus the CRSA Sprint Cars. Saturday, August the 6th, Lucas Oil Empire Super Sprints are back for their second and final appearance of the season with the 360 Sprints. All divisions will also be in action. $18 general admission for adults. And the regular season concludes on Saturday, August the 13th, when Benjamin Moore Paints presents the championship night, all divisions action, plus the Mock Valley Vintage Dirt Modified Racing Series. And then, of course, the season ends with the biggie. These 5 to 200 weekend, Thursday, September the 15th through Saturday, September the 17th. On Thursday night, September the 15th, the Modifieds will take part in the Underdog 33 non-winners race, plus open practice for all divisions. $15 for Reserve General Grandstand Seating, $12 um, general admission ticket. Pit admission, $25 for final members, $30 for non-members. On Friday, September the 16th, the STSS Modifieds come to, ho- come to town for the qualifying events for the 200, plus the CRSA Sprint Cars, the Pro Stocks, and $1,000 to win race. Street Stocks make their return for a $500 to win race for their only event of the season at the Track of Champions, and the four cylinders. The reserve grandstand seating sits at $25, general admission $22, pit admission $35 for final members, $40 for non-members. And then the season finale. Saturday, September the 17th, the Short Track Super Series, or STSS, Modifieds, Come to town for the fun of $253,000 to win. You have the B-Mains for the Modifieds as the qualifying was held on Friday night. Plus the Short Track Super Series for the Sportsman, 30 laps, $2,000 to win. Reserve Grandstanding Seating is $40. General Emission, $35. Pit Emission, $45 for FONDA members and $50 for non-members. Weekend Reserve Seating, $75. Weekend General Emission Seating, $60. Weekend Pit Passes, $100 for FONDA members, $115 for non-members. So that's the 2022 Fonda Speedway schedule. I'm, of course, looking forward to the Fonda 200, the Firecracker 50 there in July, and, of course, the Jumpin' Jack Memorial on Saturday night, April the 23rd. So make sure you come out to the Track of Champions this year. Great schedule lined up down at the Fonda Speedway, home of the Fonda Fair, and, of course, weekly racing since the early 50s and racing for over 100 years at what's now known as the Track of Champions. Located just over an hour south of the Fonda Speedway, down in the Oneana region, you'll find the Ronnie Ford and family-led Afton Motorsports Park. The Afton Motorsports Park presents racing every Friday night. In 2022, the weekly lineup will see the Modifieds competing in a $1,200 to win per, uh, winner share weekly, $100 to start. Sportsman, great sportsman that is, $700 to win, $75 to start. Limited sportsman, $150 to win, $35 to start. Street stocks, $500 to win, $80 to start. If there's less than 15 street stocks, it'll be $350 to win and $80 to start. And the slingshots, the juniors and the seniors combined, or excuse me, the juniors and the all-stars combined, $100 to win and $30 to start. The junior winner will receive a sticker and a trophy of their own. Interesting, though, while the schedule's not out yet, and I'm sure it'll be out here soon from the folks down at Afton, 
they have an interesting rule in place, and that is that a driver is not allowed to compete in more than one division at a time. Now, it's not a new rule. Um, Dirt Motorsports had that rule before uh, when Danny Johnson and Brent Hearn were dominating uh, both the big blocks and the small blocks um, however, on the same night in Orange County. However, you know it's a little bit different as tracks have been a little bit more lenient on that as of late, and I totally understand why the track puts the rule in place. You know, For example, uh, if you pay thirty dollars to get in the pits, you run in, you run the crate sportsman race. Uh, he pays out seventy five dollars to start. The track's already losing forty five dollars on your thirty dollar admission. The track um, generally thinks that you're going to bring in three to five cars, so that's why it equals out the way it does. However, if you also run in, say. Uh, the modified division, where well, you're going to get at least 100 bucks from there. So now your $30 ticket, which was getting you at least $75, is now going to get you at least 175 So the track's losing money. I know it's a, um, a very simple explanation of it, but if you think about it in those terms, uh, it's very possible the track loses a lot of money this way if a lot of drivers or multiple drivers uh, decide to run in multiple divisions. So I like the idea of the rule. I do think it should be tweaked a little bit. Uh, you should be allowed to run a second division, but if you run a second division, those that division with a higher um, purse, you will forfeit last place money. That's my thoughts. I'd like to hear yours on the subject. You can see lots of conversations about it all over Facebook, all over social media, but we'll see how that works out for the Afton Motorsports Park this season. Great little facility down there in the Oneana area, uh, right near Brooks Barbecue. So make an afternoon of it. Go down and get yourself some Brooks Barbecue and head on over to the Afton Motorsports Park on Friday nights this season. We end this episode with a sad tale. A tale of a fool in the capital district who's trying to make a buck off a legend. A tale of a disgraced clown who's trying to make a cheap buck off the legacy of the best there was and ever will be, Jumpin' Jack Johnson. This fool, whose eBay name I will not give you, has a beautiful Jumpin' Jack Johnson team jacket and pin from the late 1970s or early 1980s for sale on the popular buying platform for a mere $400. There are so many things wrong with this that I cannot begin to mention them all. No worries, though. This chump offers free four-day shipping for you. I get it. He owns a jacket and can do as he wishes. But a piece of history like that does not belong on eBay. It belongs in a museum or in the home of someone who will appreciate it, someone who will display it and teach its history to others for years to come. Not someone who is using the late great Dwaynesburg residence legacy to pad his back pocket. Oh, and do not think this guy is all alone. There's other foolish individuals out there. Another seller from Boston Lake is selling a Jack Johnson photo album for a mere $825. This guy, though, will not do the service of paying your shipping. Neither will this guy in Maryland who is selling a 1990s-era Budweiser Bret Hearn t-shirt for a mere $49.99. And did I mention it is used, as in pre-worn for years? Again, I get it. Those who own the items can do as they wish. I just wish some of these thoughtless individuals would put our sports history over their greed and the greed of others. That is it for episode number 10 here on the Cow Palace. Be sure to stay safe out there and remember to support those that support racing. Or in other words, as Doug Logan used to say, so long for now. <laughs>